hottest football game ever played was the opener in the year 2000 between the Philadelphia Eagles and the Dallas Cowboys. 43 degrees Celsius on the field. That is a hot day, broiling hot. Well, within minutes of the kickoff, some of the Dallas Cowboys players were staggering off the field with cramps. But the Eagles, no. And some of the credit for that went to what they called pickle juice. Turned out that the trainer of Philadelphia Eagles uh, had told the players to drink some pickle juice before the game and that this would prevent cramps. Interesting story. I'm set up in a different area. But, but, buddy, it's the wheeze. Wheezing the juice. <laughs> you need to stop wheezing the juice. You need to stop wheezing the juice. Wait, you shaved. Oh, did I? Why'd you, do, why'd you go and do something like that for? I don't know if you're on the face page, but I chronicled my... My latest driver's license picture. Oh, no, I didn't. I didn't see that. Hang on. Let me send you a picture. Hold, please. Would I had the time of my life and I never had this way before. Mm-hmm. Yes, I swear it's the truth and I Oh, we don't. No, I saw that. Okay. Did you see this? Is it going? It's coming. It's bubbling. Oh, my. Yeah. Yeah. You got extensions? (laughs) You got extensions? (laughs) That is amazing. (laughs) I look like a 1960s Klingon. (laughs) Yeah, you look more Klingon than you do Kung Fu. (laughs) That is awesome. Check out the eyebrows. That is amazing. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. I saved that photo. I should make it my profile. (laughs) You should. That is great. (laughs) (laughs) Where'd you get the extensions? I ordered them on Amazon. <laughs> Did you do that for your driver's license? Yeah. 
and I, I drew in my eyebrows so it looks like I'm angry. <laughs> that is phenomenal. That is great. I can't wait till it comes. I cannot wait. Oh my gosh, that is fantastic. <laughs> oh my goodness well ladies and gentlemen we are back for another episode uh we thank you guys yeah we we, boot shop yeah the big boot shop we thank you for continuing to listen um i don't know if you're seeing any low lights or anything of this but i'm sitting usually like i'm up in the in a bedroom recording and right now i'm i'm sitting on a couch because frankly i didn't i don't want to go set up because then I had to take everything down and take it back to my sister's house. So it was just a quick setup here. All right. It still well, sounds the same. Yeah. Well, I'm seeing that on the on the the waves, like the, the vocal waves there, that it's still yeah. pretty loud and nice. So I like that. Loud. Um, One of the things we wanted to do on our, our little opening catch-up, uh, uh-huh. last time you had told me about something you did, and uh, – I didn't think, I don't think I told you about my camping trip. No, we skipped over that. Yeah, the camping trip. So ready. I've been waiting for weeks. With just bated breath. Is, is bated it abated or baited? Baited. With baited oh, breath. With baited I thought it was breath. abated. Okay. Mm, maybe. Um. So Heidi and I went camping. There's, I, I'm, I'm sure it's like this in every state. There's tons of state parks and state forests and whatnot. And so Michigan, it's the same thing. And so if you look on a map of the lower peninsula of Michigan and the very upper, like the very northwest part up by Mackinac. Yep. Right there. Oh, go to the next finger. Yep. Right there. Right. Right in there. Uh, we have a state park called wilderness state park right up by the christian middle finger (laughs) that's right right at the tippy top of the christian middle finger uh we went to wilderness Uh state park so uh heidi has a 18 foot camper we went we parked uh in this state park it was freaking fantastic we spent a day we went up to sault saint marie in the upper peninsula and Heidi, I'm sure I've told you this before. I know I've told you this before. She's big into freighters. She yes. loves watching freighters. You just sent me a picture. What's this of? So it's just me. <laughs> so, <laughs> so she loves watching freighters up in Sault Ste. Marie. That's where they have this uh, Sault Ste. Marie locks. Uh, where the big freighters go through like a, a chain of locks to get to different heights, the different the different lakes like Lake Huron, Lake Superior are two different uh, uh, depths. And so they do the locks. Uh-huh. So we went up there. We spent a day up there, had a great time there. Um, just just had a really good time. It was the first time that Hides and I could get away at just the two of us and and just – chill and just have a good time. So it was, it was awesome. And there was something that I don't know if you guys have them. Uh, it was my first time at 46 years old, my first time experiencing something like this. And, Oh, he's talking to his kids. He's plugging in and then you press the button that says on. Hot. Here, bring it to me. Okay. Sorry. So I don't know if you guys have these by you, but we have these things called 
I, I just found out about them. They're called dark parks. Are you aware of these? So it's a, yeah, they used to have them, uh, before the civil rights movement down here. (laughs) That's awful. That's awful. (laughs) That's Um, what they called them. I didn't. One second. Hey, beat it. Beat it. John Wayne talking to my kids. Uh, Grimson wants to play tug of war. Um, so they have these things called dark parks and what it is, is it's a zero light pollution, like state park. So you can watch the stars. So it's like out in the woods, far enough away from, from city lights and everything like that. And this state park, it's maybe like, it's probably the size of like eight football fields. Okay. And, it's just big open spaces that you can like lay blankets down and just look up at the stars and there's no light, like you're not allowed any white lights. Hmm. So if you, if you turn on a light, it's gotta be a red light. And okay. so it's like, you know, people be walking around with flashlights and they got like a red cone or a red cover on it. Weird. And you can just sit there and look up at the stars and there's a gajillion stars and then people set up their, their telescopes and all that stuff. And then there's um, connected to it is kind of like this uh, welcome center that they have in um, uh, what's it called where there's like the big telescope, an observatory. An observatory. Yeah. They have an observatory, like a little gift shop thing. And it was cool. So Heidi wanted to go there. So we, we stopped by there. How far was it from where you camped? uh, Uh, 10, 15 minutes. Oh, that's cool. And in fact, uh, in the, in the state park that we were in, it had a dark park as well, but we went to this other one that was a little bit more well-known. That was a couple more miles away. Cool. And here's the crazy thing. We just decided to go one night because it, it was available. Our times, like everything just works. So we went and we got there at, uh, I want to say we got there like 10 to 10, uh, like 9.50, um, for those of you that don't know what 10 to 10 is. And th- there was a big sign that said there was a meteor shower what? That between 10 and 10.20. That's so cool, man. So we got there like 10 minutes before. We like find a little spot on a hill mm-hmm. and we're laying down and all these people start coming in, setting up their telescopes doing all that stuff. And like I said, there's like zero white lights. So it's, it's like pitch black, but you can see, um, because like the, the moon was out and you know, stuff like that. So you can still see pretty good and you just look up and, and, uh, it wasn't crazy. I've seen meteor showers where there were so many meteors, you couldn't even count them. Um, okay. I I remember laying on my mom when I was like, I want to say I was in junior high and my mom was like, Hey, there's supposed to be a meteor shower. And we went out and laid on our front lawn in Royal Oak, Michigan, which it's not, (laughs) it's not zero light pollution. I mean, it's, we're a big city uh, and and close to Detroit and, you know, all these suburbs uh, or suburbs, suburbs, suburbs. And yeah. And we were still able to see more meteors than you could count. Um, So now we're up there in, 
zero light pollution and we saw four. I saw, oh, no. I saw two huge, no. like huge that went from like one, one end of the horizon to the other. And then Heidi and I saw two like smaller ones dude, that, that just kind of cut across the sky, but it was pretty cool. It was, yeah. it was pretty cool. Oh, that's such a bummer though that you yeah. only saw four. Yeah, I know it was cool. the, the one that I saw with my mom. Uh, was it's one of those things that like you never forget. It was it was it wasn't a planned thing, like yeah. just out of the blue. I I think I was even in bed. Like I think I had gotten into bed, and my mom came in and was like, "Hey, get up!" And I'm like, "Like what's going on?" She's like, "Get up! Come on! Come on out on the front lawn!" And I'm just like, "What in the world is going on?" So I'm like, "Listen!" I get out there, and she's got a blanket down, and it's my mom. So I'm sure there were snacks and. You know, you're it's junior high, so this thing wasn't planned. And all of a sudden, we like lay down on this blanket. There's snacks and stuff like that. And she's like, "There's a supposed to be a meteor shower tonight." And I remember it was like we started counting like one. There's one. Oh my gosh, there's one. There's one. There's one. And then pretty soon, you're just it's no use saying there's one. We just oh my gosh, and like meteor after meteor after meteor fly across the atmosphere. So it was pretty cool. And so that's that's what we did camping. Um, we spent a day there's, uh, on the other side of, uh, the Mackinac bridge, there's a uh, town called St. Ignace, but we like to call it, uh, St. Ignasty. Um, and, and folks, if, if you guys are, uh, you know, if you're not, if you don't live in Michigan, I would highly recommend these places to come and visit. Mm-hmm. Um, hit me up. If you're passing through Detroit and we can meet up and grab a burger or a coffee or a beer, I'd be more than happy to do that with you. Um, you know, but, but please, these places that I'm telling you to go are amazing places. I'm sure your state has amazing places to go. Um, but Michigan is phenomenal and we have all, we have great food up here. We have great places to go, the scenery, camping, all that stuff. It's just really cool. And so, uh, we spent a day in, in Sault Ste. Marie, a day in St. Ignasty, and then just a, a day at our campsite. And every single day, you guys know how much I like to cook. I, I love not necessarily the challenge because it's not really a challenge. It's just fun. But like the little camp stove. And we just kind of had like a one burner camp stove and like the stuff cooking on that. And I don't know. It was just it was really, really, really fun, like nice bonfire and all that. So it was just a it was a super good time. And you stayed in a camper. Yeah. So she has an 18 foot camper. Um, The site had uh, electrical hookup. It didn't have like sewage hookup or water. Uh, It was it was electric. So, yeah, we you you can call it glamping. You are roughing it, though. (laughs) Not. I wouldn't say rough in it. Here's the thing. I grew up when I went camping, I had a tent. And so I would, our family, we would, we would camp in tents. And then for a few years, uh, during like my later elementary years and, and early junior high, my parents bought, um, like a 16, I want to say it was a 16 foot. I think it was 16 feet when it was fully extended, but it was a a pop-up camper. Uh huh. But we never went to campsites that had electrical or sewage. So all this was for us was a little bit sturdier of a tent 
you know? Uh-huh. So if it was raining, you had a place to like sit because it had like a, you know, like a little restaurant booth in it, like a little table uh-huh. with two bench seats. So if it was raining outside, you could play cards or you could play like a board game, something like that. So it was just like a little bit better than a tent. So that's how I grew up. And then did you did you yeah. ever go camping without a tent? Um, yeah, because of the pop up camper. So like we either campered or I tented. mean with nothing. No, like I've you ne- in the sling bag. You ever? No, you I've ever, never done that. Ever done that in a graveyard? To your old man, he's like, "Hey, it's flat. Don't worry about it." And then he's with a local vagrant. Just a local, local vagrant. Vagrant was Mike Roper. He, both my sister and I, <laughs> he did it. We were like driving cross country, separate trips. It happened to me like twice and her at least twice. Where my dad would be like, I don't want to get a hotel or a campground. <laughs> and then you'd just be sleeping on top of a grave. What? Yes. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> turn that off. Hang on, let me yell my kid. All right. Yeah, so anyway, you guys, uh come to Michigan. We have phenomenal, phenomenal uh places to go. Again, I'm sure you have stuff in your state that you if you're like me, you're like, oh, I want to do these 25 things in my state before I die. And it's the same thing with me. But if you want to get out, you want to get away from the state that you're in. Come to Michigan. Come check that stuff out. But, um, yeah. So that's uh, that. She almost burned the house down. Like she, you know, she came in. She's like, Dad, I, how do you use the hair dryer? She oh. just. Uh, so the other, the other day, uh, they had Tuesday off, and Kara was here, and so she hung out with my kids. And I get a text like, hey, Era wants to dye her hair with this temporary hair dye. And I'm thinking it's like the spray on chalk stuff. It's real. It's just like for real, like punky color. <laughs> She's got it. And she has refused to shower since Tuesday. And it, there's like pink all over her skin. It's pink everywhere in the back. And I finally bribed her to take a shower and she just did. And then needed to blow dry it and just about burned the house down. Oh, that thing was running for like 15 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Heidi is, uh, Heidi's OCD with that stuff. Mm-hmm. We, she's used a hairdryer to like go places before, like if we had like a party to go to or a wedding uh-huh. and then we start and everywhere from, from where we are here, is at least at least a half hour away and we've we've been 15 20 minutes away and she's had to stop and like joe we gotta go back i gotta make sure yeah yeah just worried she left it on yep that happens all the time so what we do is um for for her single life that was like kind of the the cross that she she bear and now that i'm with her we have this like checklist so like as we leave the house i go around and i check everything and she has to hold it up like see my hair dryer is unplugged and i'm like all right yeah so we have to like make sure and and do all that stuff because she like a curling iron hair dryer um the toaster 
anything like that. Like she's like, no, I, I don't think I unplugged the toaster. You know, the so- key. So the key that they tell you to do is when you do those things, you know, you're going to be OCD about it. You have to do something out of the ordinary. So you remember that action. So like you unplug the hairdryer and then you turn around twice and then you remember, Oh yeah, I did that. Cause I turned around twice until the next time. And then you're yeah. like, well, I don't remember if this time I turned around twice or what? it was two days ago that I turned around twice. Switch it up. Slap yourself in the face. Slap yourself uh, in the face. Put two fingers in your butt. Yeah. Those are some just a few of the many ideas we have here at the Pickle and Boot Shop. <laughs> Pickle and Boot Shop. For those of you that have OCD, we could help you. See you guys. Mojo. Mojo thinks this is just a washed up ska singer podcast. We also have really practical advice for OCD for I'm OCD. Like, are you kidding me? Yeah. Um, this is what I'm going to do for you guys. I'm going to change the subject. This has nothing to do with OCD, oh. but I just remembered it. As I walked into the house tonight, I got out of my truck. Uh-huh. When I say truck, that's loot. That's a loose term. It's a 1994 Ford Ranger. Uh huh. That's a truck. That's it's a truck. A tr- it's a truck, but it's it's uh it's pretty small. But anyway, I I as as I got out of my Ford Ranger, I walked up to the house, stuck the key in the door, twisted the key, and as I opened the door, the wreath that Heidi has on the door, something flew out of it and oh, no. hit me in the head. I was wearing oh, a baseball no. hat. It hit me, boom, right in the head, man. So I was it. Well, here's the deal: we have video of it. Our oh, cameras geez. were on. I did swear, so there will be a a swear. There will be some explicit content if it gets aired. But I will try and get that video and uh, send it to Daniel to post on the uh, the old social medias. But something, I don't know if it was a bat. I don't know if it was a bird. I don't know if it was a, a chimpanzee. Something jumped out of the wreath. Something jumped out of the wreath and hit me. So it could have been any animal, a possum, an ostrich. Something jumped out, hit me in the head. Um. This is why I'm divorced, because every time Amy would say wreath, I'd go, knock, knock. And she'd say, who's there? And I'd say, wreath roper. Yeah. Um, no, but you know what you missed? Probably was a bat, Joe. You know what, what you should have done? Every huh. time she said wreath, you should have went, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Wreath. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm just trying to help out. Thank you. Yeah. I'll, I'll use this on the next one. <laughs> yeah. Next time Kara says like, you know what? Maybe we should get a wreath and just yes. go. Yes. Yes. I'm right here. Yes. Did you call me? Yes, dear. <laughs> Why are uh, lisps? Uh, here's the thing. 
It's, I don't. Why are they funny? Probably not if you have a lisp. Well, that's what I'm trying to say. Like a lisp is something that it it doesn't it doesn't qualify as like a handicap or a disability. Like it doesn't go that far. So it's it's normal people that have something that doesn't qualify as like a as a disability. Yeah. So it's you know like um uh, I, I've had a lot of friends in my life that stuttered, mm-hmm. um, and they were okay with with like being called out on it or talking about it as yeah. opposed to like just you know, pretending it's not there. Um, but I've never discussed a lisp with somebody with a lisp. I knew a little kid once, like I knew this, like, like seven year old girl. Uh, I was, uh, I was running a day camp and this little seven year old girl had a lisp. And I Uh remember she said something to me and then she was talking about her. She's like, yeah, I have a lisp. And she goes, that's very hard for me to say that word. (laughs) I was dying on the inside. Like I was cracking up that this little girl was talking about her lisp, but yeah, that's all I got to say about this are really cute. Yeah. It's the Brady bunch syndrome. Yeah. Like little Cindy with the lisp was cute when Cindy, you know, hit 12 years old with the lisp and pigtails wasn't cute anymore. No. If you have an angular lisp, it's not as cute. Like if you're like, can you tell me where the salad is? Oh, is that that a lisp? It's called an angular lisp. Yeah, that's tough. Have you seen the salad section? (laughs) Yeah. There used to, there's a, I don't know if he's in the hall of fame, but there's a very successful coach slash general manager in the national hockey league named Brian Murray. And I I actually think he's passed away. I think he passed away in the last two years, but he had an, you said an angular lisp. I think that's what it's called. Yeah. And that's what he had. And so after like a game, like after a bad loss, he'd be like, this sucks. (laughs) <laughs> These guys are out here playing ice hockey and it's all they ever wanted to do in their lives. And, you know, he would just be like ranting and raving the sticks and the pucks and the ice. And, yeah. you know, and it was just, it was unbelievable angular lisp. Yeah. It probably made him tougher. He probably got picked on. He's like, he like, became a brawler. Yeah. Like a boy named Sue. Yeah. Or if your name is Dick Buttkiss. R.I.P. Yeah. yeah. Rest in power, Dickie. Rest in power. I got a Dick Buckus jersey. You do? Yeah. And hey, it's can fun. we talk about how I hit you up for a jersey, Joe? And you yeah. said you can't find... There's no Doak Walker jerseys? <laughs> yeah. Joe. No, you, you asked me if my jersey guy... Hey, will you beat it? Quiet down. If he could get to Jersey. Yeah. You asked me if my Jersey guy could get you a Lem Barney or a Doak Walker Lions Jersey. Most famous of the Detroit Lions. Not true. Nobody around here wears Doak Walker or Lem Barney jerseys. And my Jersey guy gets his jerseys from China. And so it's usually it's it's usually got to be like kind of semi-popular that they're already being made and then they're coming over here. And who's the guy you said that he makes? 
I've never heard of. Oh, Barry Sanders. Yeah, never heard of him. Hey, turn off the Simpsons. I'm podcasting. See, I did that for you, Daniel Rock. <laughs> you know what? Daniel's gonna have a you know Daniel's gonna have room. a time. In the background that here, it just went up. So you got Simpsons playing. Mm-hmm. I, j- I have a dog who's growling. I just had the laundry buzzer go off on the dryer. Daniel's going to have a time getting this stuff out. Daniel, let's just say that you are the real hero of our podcast. We almost broke up. We were just like, "That's I've had enough. But you just gave us new life. And you make it good, and you're handsome, and you're very rich, and you're very you're wealthiest beyond your wild wealthy. Dreams. You're a very good speed skater. You you're good at karate. You smell good. You, you're nimble. You nimble, can put both legs nimble. behind your head. You're very you're as agile as a cat, Daniel. You you can you can insert your nuts into your anus and then fart them out. <laughs> Did I too much? No. Did I go too far? Well, some, sometimes people... I went too far. No, no Joe, that's... I mean, if, it, if Did it's Did I ever true. tell you... I told you that video that I saw. Yes, you did. <laughs> I thought so. Yes, this is why... A very leathery nutsack. Yeah, you're like, don't... Got inserted. Here's a good reason not to get your kids a smartphone. That was the cautionary tale. Like, <laughs> this is what that, I've that, seen on the internet. That was the title of the podcast that, that we... I've seen the end of the internet, uh, Reese. And <laughs> what, what I need to share with you is this. That's what happened. Oh. Yeah. I'll tell you what, though. Those uh, nose hair trimmers that you buy from uh, major yeah. major manufacturers yeah. Yeah. don't work. Yeah, they kind of don't. You have to like the the hair has to like go straight down into the hole, and you're like, oh, yeah, jamming it around it in there. For a decade, I've gone through probably six nose hair trimmers. Tried the Manscape one. Yeah, that's the one I. Got. I think they call it the Weed Whacker. It's sucks i don't think it's worked since day one you know what i just i i, I did recently what? to kind of i went old school man i went and just bought scissors that have the rounded ends oh yeah like they're n- nose hair scissors that's what those are for yeah well that's a good idea i guess and so i'm just i'm using those man that is a good thing about growing out a mustache is like it kind of, you know, if you got a couple that are coming out too long, it just yeah. blends on in. Did you just ever do the grab and pull? Yeah, all the time. Every time I'm in the car, yeah, me too. Every time me I'm too. in the car, that's when I start fussing around with my nose. All me the time. too. You're always like, right before hairs. I got hairs. Yeah, it's like a thing. Right before we podcasted, I had, uh, I had a dentist appointment, and the. Heidi, it's at her office. She's the office manager there. So I'm, I'm getting my teeth clean and I start driving and I'm thinking like, oh no, one of her coworkers, this could be super close to my mouth. I had hummus for lunch. Ugh. So first off right there, I got bad breath and I started noticing I had some nose hairs that weren't sticking out. But if you're looking up, like if you're working on my mouth and like looking up my nose, 
you're going to be like, wow, he's got some nose hair action. Yeah. So I spent the entire 40-minute drive from Royal Oak to Ortonville ripping out nose hairs. With, with your fingers? <laughs> with my fingers. I ripped out probably seven. It was it was bananas, man. So here's a something that may be dangerous is that I was talking to my boss the other day. Or she was talking in meeting and she started talking about her car tweezers. And they all knew what I was talking about. It was a bunch of ladies. They like apparently have tweezers in their car and they were going after things. And I was like, I'm, I'm getting an extra pair of tweezers to put in the car. So when I'm just in there just doing, doing stuff, I'm going to start pulling, pulling things out. And uh, do you get ear hair, Joe? Yeah. This is where our podcast has gone. Old men yeah. talking about ear ear hair. Yeah, man. You want to know what I find best for the ear hair? What's that? You know the manscape like the lawnmower? Like just like the 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 manscape like yeah. little yeah. electric razor yeah. thing yeah. to 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 manscape. Um I just do that. I take the guard off and use that in my ears works great. Oh. Okay. Yeah. It gets, because, you know, your ear hair, it's not like in, in your ear. It's just kind of around the canal. And then I get it. I don't know if you guys can see this. Uh, on the low lights of this. Maybe. You get them up like, on top. Just, yeah, just kind of around the ear. Ah. And if you're like in front of a light, those ear hairs, you know, uh, illuminate. And I just take that little, I just take that, that, beard trimmer that little lawnmower that little manscaper and i zit zit all over my ears and stuff like that works like a charm okay yeah and did i tell you but about nose hair trimmers la- are terrible. face laser when i went to face laser and got them lasered no it mostly worked it doesn't get the ones like in the hole but there's like a i paid like it was a they were having a sale on like a laser hair removal and I got it. On the I thought about doing that. So, so did it? Does it? You said it mostly works. Mo- it did. It got rid of about half of it. There's still some. Okay, I still got to check it. But then it didn't really See, get it my inside. my th- my thing is if it only takes care of half, and you still have to do the half that it doesn't do. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, it's better. Than would, so, would you recommend it? Yay or nay? Yeah. Oh, you would, yeah, because okay. it's like, especially if you get a deal, it's it's you just go in and for like five minutes, and then ladies like it, it's shocking because it kind of stinks. It's like, burp, 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 and then you, it smells like you're burning ants with a magnifying glass. And then, have you have you ever had a, a tattoo removed? No, I know you have. Yeah, I'm going through that right now. I just had an appointment yesterday. Now, this is what I learned. When they zap you with that laser, there's like 12 different levels of the depth that they go into the body. Okay. And so when you start your first, and and again, I didn't know this, they start deepest first. So it's been the most painful thing. One of the most painful things I've ever experienced in my okay. life is this tattoo removal. Well, I didn't know they started going, they start going deep and it's got to break up scar tissue. So if you have scar tissue and whatnot, Mm -hmm. 
it that's what's very very painful so for my first i think i've done three visits maybe two i think i've done three and and uh man, they hurt so bad. And so yesterday I went in and I was just like, oh, let's get this over with. It takes about a a minute and a half. It's about 90 seconds uh, to do my tattoo. And so I went in there and and I'm like, is it changing? Is it whatever? And they're like, yeah. So they took some photos, zoomed in. They showed me how it was working, like the outsides turning brown and like all this stuff. So then they did it and with each one. So like, let's say the, your first sitting is a depth of like 12, uh, you know, whatever nanometers. And then your second sitting is 11, then 10. Okay. So now I'm down to like eight and I can feel it today. And it itches so bad today. It itches. I. It's never itched this bad. Ugh. So it's right between my shoulder blades. It itches so bad, and if I reach back and feel it, I could feel like my skin raised up, like it's swollen. But it's working. It's working. All right. Yeah. I. I. That's why I don't get tattoos, uh, and the fact yeah, that no. they're from the devil. Yeah. I would never. No, it's good. Good thinking. Mark my body. So, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to end on that. Tattoos are from the devil. Don't get them. Yeah. Um, next, uh, next podcast, we are going to spend our freebie portion talking about more nonsense, but we're also going to pay tribute to our patronizers. Oh, we- and we're going to think of some good jokes and do some nonsense for our patronizers. Oh, yeah. And patronizers, I am also, at some point this month, between uh, let's say between now and christmas no that's too much time i i don't know if reese can i want to set something up as far as a zoom meeting with some with people and kind of just do a holiday get together uh whether we do an ugly christmas sweater or uh a topless holiday well no because we have lady listeners um you know, I want to do something. The cliche stuff is the ugly sweaters. So, why so what would be the opposite be, of that? Why are you going to bare chested? But yeah, why do you have what? to be sexist? Anyone who wants to can be bare chested. It's just. Yeah, I don't think Heidi would like that. Well, she doesn't have to. It's open to anyone. They can do it if they yeah, want. I don't, no one I don't is forced to. That's going to It's fly. not mandatory bare chested. Um, but we got to do something. We got to have a holiday party where we have some nog. We have the dark rum in the nog. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have uh, the Sam Adams fizzy wig ale. Whatever it is, whatever whatever holiday drink you want to bring to the the Zoom, we got to do that. And I'm going to do that with you guys. Like I said, if if Reese can can join in, amazing. I know he's not going to. Uh, 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 you know skirt around it but our schedules are so crazy so it might be two in the morning on like a wednesday uh that we do this definitely I'll we're gonna do it soon. and uh i'll do as many sessions as we need to be able to fit everybody in but uh that one i want that to be my christmas gift uh my holiday gift to you guys so uh just to be able to hang out a little bit chit chat on zoom Hopefully you're okay with that. Hopefully you didn't just hear that and go, oh, that's your Christmas gift to us. We pay you $5 a month every month. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, guys. But 
I want to do that. I want to chit chat with you. So that's going to be that. Uh, Reese, do you have anything else to add? Piece of pizza. Is that it? That's it. Okay. One love, one goal, one common bond. One voice, one pact, gaining ground that we can both stand on, stand tall, stand proud, side by side, you and I. It's time to let the bygones be, focus on the unity one.